truth. He kills 33 times. I'm a king, man. I decide who does what and where they do it at. Good to go. All right, cool. So yeah, Michaela said thank you for the shout out. So Michaela, you are welcome for the shout out. We appreciate the feedback. I guess that would be feedback, yeah. Yeah, yeah, feedback. Kind of. Kind of. I'm gonna turn my phone down a bit because it's really loud. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Chilling Truth. That's Johnny over yeah, here coughing up a lung. I am Corey. And uh, today we're going to Mexico, actually, uh, or down south of like the southern area of America into Mexico. But for the, we're just going to say we're going to Mexico and we're going to be talking about La Llorona. Now, if you don't know who La Llorona is, it's a very creepy uh, Mexican folklore. There's actually a movie about it. I just watched it recently, like a couple weeks ago. And then I, that's when I was like, I want to do some more research into this because this seems Pretty fucking cool. <clears throat> so the legend of La Llorona, uh, which is Spanish for the weeping woman, has been part of Hispanic culture in the Southwest since the days of the conquistadores. A tall, the tall, thin spirit is said to be blessed with natural beauty and long, flowing black hair. Wearing a white gown, she roams the rivers and creeks, wailing into the night and searching for children to drag, screaming to a watery grave. So not the motherly type, I guess. Not a great uh, mother figure to have in your life if she's just going to drown you, which is uh, what she did to her kids. Uh, but we'll get into that when we talk about the history of her. I think it, it sounds like a lot of, um, like, it's, it's similar to those stories like Slender Man or... Yeah, it's uh, like a cautionary yeah, like Krampus, tale. you know? Yeah, so... Yeah. Krampus, that movie was fucking horrible. I went and saw that movie, the one that came out a <laughs> yeah. few years ago. God, that movie yeah. was terrible. Don't go see it. it was really so the bad. history on La Llorona. Uh, no one really knows when the legend of La Llorona began or from where it originated, uh, though the tales vary from source to source. The one common thread is that she is the spirit of a doomed mother who drowned her children and now spends eternity searching for them in rivers and lakes. Which seems like if you don't want to have to look for your kids, maybe don't fucking drown them in the first place. So, uh, Kristen Maria, very beautiful, uh, born to a peasant family. Uh, she would go to yeah. Fandango's in the evening in her best white dress. Fandango's, I looked it up. It's like a dance. It's like a... Maybe different music, but that's the only like stereotypical Mexican song that I know. Yeah, good job on that. Uh, one legend says she would go out and leave her two sons alone at the house. Uh, her bo her boys drowned in the nearby river due to her negligence or possibly by her own hands so she could have her freedom. That's like, um, ah, fuck. What was her name? The one that killed her kids, her two kids? Was Andrea it here in Texas? Yates. She. Yeah, was she the one that she, killed her kids because she like wanted to go party with her friends? No, it was... Uh, Jody Aaron. No, that was Casey Anthony. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the fucking bitch. There's so many of them, it's hard to keep up how many women are murdering their children. Well, that's, well, that's crazy how Casey Anthony was innocent, but yeah, it was crazy, crazy case. 
Yeah, no, dude. She killed her kids because she was like, I want to go fucking party. I want to go suck some dicks. And I can't do that with these boys hanging on my fucking back. I think the <clears throat> the key evidence that really stuck out for me during Casey Anthony's case was the uh, the fact that her, like I guess, chloroform was Googled from the home computer like multiple times. Yeah, but then they were like, I was trying to look up chlorophyll, and it was a typo, and it's like, no, 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 you can't, those words aren't that similar, that's a couple letters off. They aren't, and here's the thing, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say that nothing is impossible, because you have some stupid motherfuckers in the world, but uh, we were both military, in our dress uniforms, uh, formal wear, we had to wear chlorofram shoes. So I would I would shop yeah. chloroform shoes when I needed to replace my chloroform shoes. Murderer, arrest him. If you're a cop, arrest him. Johnny's a murderer. Here's my point. Of all the times that I've had to search chloroform shoes, I've never accidentally typed chloroform, dude. Like not once. Wait, no, no, you don't look up chloroform no, just to, you know, see the prices, see where it's at in the market? But the fact that chloroform was get Googled so many times from their home computer, it was mom. Mom claimed she was like, I was looking for chloroform or chlorophyll, uh, but mom... Chlorophyll? More like borophyll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, it was just crazy. Anyway, I, we can talk about her later, but... Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she's. Uh, it's some of that, so... This is a different. This is another tale. This is like another version of the, of the actual story here. So other tales would include, uh, she married a wealthy man. After birthing two sons, he returned to being a womanizer and alcohol uh, abuser and leaving months at a time. Uh, when he did return, it was only to see his children. Maria began to uh, uh, resent the children, basically. And uh, it's the worst kind of mother, honestly, like you're jealous. That'd be like if I told Elsa, I love Noah more than I love her. And then she was like mad about that. It's weird, but, you know, I can't really. So one evening, as Maria was strolling with her two children on a shady pathway near the river, her husband came by in a carriage with an elegant lady beside him. Uh, he stopped and spoke to his children, but ignored Maria and then drove the carriage down the road without looking back. Okay, yeah, that's kind of fucked up there. That's a little rude. Yeah, so after seeing this, Maria went into a terrible rage, uh, and turning against her children, she seized them and threw them into the river. Uh, as they disappeared downstream, she realized what she had done and ran down the bank to save them, but it was too late. Uh, Maria broke down into uh, inconsolable grief, running down the street, screaming and wailing. But the, uh, the beautiful... La Llorona mourned them day and night. During this time, she would not eat and walked along the river in her white gown searching for her boys, hoping they would come back to her. She cried endlessly as she roamed the riverbanks, and her gown became soiled and torn. Uh, when she continued to refuse to eat, <clears throat> she grew thinner and appeared taller until she looked like a walking skeleton. Still a young woman, she finally died on the banks of the river. Now this is... Wait, you can get taller just by not eating a lot and looking like a skeleton? I, I think it was an I think it was an appearance. She just looked taller because she was lankier. So Oh fuck. So much for Yeah, that. I don't know if you know this, but uh Slim, Slender Man's only like five six. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just looks yeah, yeah, really yeah. tall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's only average. Yeah, He's yeah, below he's average. Just skinny. Tall. 
No, it seems like uh, it seems like if you're gonna, you know, be mad at your kids, maybe don't do something as irreversible. Well, that's as, just uh, basic. Um, I don't know, executive decision making. <laughs> executive decision. I'm an executive decision. Right. Yeah. Like I, you, you, you must understand it. cause and effect by by the time you've birthed two two children, but. Honestly, the kids could have fought back. It doesn't sound like they put up much of a fight. I mean, it's kind of like they wanted to die. They could have just beat their mother right. up. So she, so she's dead. Now, <clears throat> the story says that her restless spirit began to roam the Santa Fe River soon after. Uh, her weeping and wailing became a curse on anyone who was out at night. <clears throat> so I'm guessing you could probably hear it. Or it was just bad juju if you did hear it. Uh, she would be seen... It's like Jumanji where you just hear it and then, then it then she shows up like you hear it first like remember was it Jumanji it's like dun 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 yes. it's like a drum like a drum so jungle she thing. would be seen roaming through the the trees near the riverbank uh, children uh, would be told not to go out at night because La Llorona would snatch them and throw them in the river uh, so, <laughs> it's like I can swim so it's like right not but some say she only snatched children. Uh, other legends say she would take anyone who was foolish enough to get close to her, but yeah, it just seems like a ploy to like get your kids to fucking listen. So it's like elf on a shelf at this point. <laughs> Look, I am totally, I'm a feminist. I believe women should have equal rights, but if you're trying to grab me and throw me in a river, ladies, I'm going to punch you in your fucking nose. I'm sorry. You're not throwing me in a river. Yeah. I'll fight a woman. Yeah. I'll beat you up. If you try to throw so, me in a river, so. I don't care. I don't care who's around. So moving on to Patricia Lugan. Pro, pa, Patricio? I think it's Patricio. This is like a story. This is like a kid or a person who had like a run-in. Gonna, what are you going to go with that? So as a young boy, he and his family saw La Llorona. Uh, while sitting outside talking, they saw a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. The woman floated over the creek, up the hill, and then vanished. Uh, appeared again, much closer to them, and then vanished again. They looked for footprints, but found none. They assumed it had to be La Llorona. Yeah, obviously that's the only logical yeah, explanation that's that the it's only a thing. fake There's no other way. Yeah, who roams the forest. It couldn't be anything else. It couldn't be the footsteps just weren't there. You're not a good tracker. Probably right. was a ghost. Uh, so now we're on uh, Epifiano Garcia, uh, an outspoken boy who would argue with his mother after one particular argument. Epifiano and his brothers, Carlos and Agustin, left their ranch, Ojo de la Vaca, uh, to head toward the Via Real de Santa Fe. And uh, La Llorona visited them while they were on their way. Um, she appeared on the seat in the wagon between two of the boys, wearing a black tapelo. Ta tapelo? Maybe the L is silent. No, it's two L's that's silent. Uh, let's either. Google it. You Google it. So wearing a so wearing a black tapello and uh, Google the pronunciation because I'm probably butchering it. And yeah, we don't want anyone to be mad. Well, you know, I'd like to know how to properly say it. So wearing a black uh, T A P E L O uh, and a black net over her face, uh, she sat silently until Epifiano turned the horses around to head home. She told him. Quote, I will visit you again someday when you argue with your mother, end quote. That just sounds like the mom was fucking trying to play a trick on him because she was sick of getting yelled yeah, at. you know, 
It's, but it's effective. Uh, you know, cultures around the world for centuries have used this type of like folklore, I guess. To... Not me, man. These hands are the fucking well, bully, yeah, man. You, you want to talk back? We'll fucking yeah, fight. Just like, yeah, you can fight your kids. Yeah. You can just do I, it. I mean, you could just fight I them. think that, that's the only reason I would want to have kids at this point is just to fight them. Yeah, well, you want stepkids to fight them. You want your real kids to love them. In front of people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The stepkids, you could beat those up anywhere. You could just be beating <laughs> them up, and then the cop will come up and be like, this is my stepson. He'll be like, oh, fuck, oh, here's yeah. my baton. Why don't you try yeah, this? Yeah, my friends would, like, help. My friends would jump in. Yeah, they have stepkids. Cops have stepkids. They know how it is. They're divorced, I'm sure. Right, right. They know how to fucking beat up a kid. So, in Santa Fe, did you Google that word? Yeah, nothing's coming up. I don't. Did I spell it wrong? Is it tapello? Tap tapel tapello. Yeah, tap. Yeah, nothing's coming up. I typed in black tapello, and there's this Nick Nick Cave and the Bad Ta- Seeds uh, have uh, a song called. Type tapello. in women's tapello. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not, I mean, obviously, it's a woman's garment. I don't know, man. Maybe she's one of. Maybe it's a veil. Clothes. It's a halo. A halo. Because Beyonce, Beyonce, it says this is a YouTube. It says Beyonce Halo. Oh, that's Thapello. What the fuck does that word even mean? Why would you even put? Oh, that? it's like a veil. I'm sure wearing a black tapello. It's or a black blouse. Veil. It's a blouse. A blouse. It's a Mexican size. A Mexican style. Mexican size. <laughs> Mexican style blouse. Ooh, it's very fancy. Okay, so a black dress. I thought she was a peasant. And a black stole. net over her house, or a black net over her face. So she was dressed for a funeral. Like that's very. Dark and yeah, ominous. She was, she was, yeah. yeah, they were like, why are you dressed in like you're going to your funeral? And she's like, because I'm here to murder you for fucking being mean to your mom. Yeah. She's too much of a pussy to stand up to you. So moving on, uh, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, the tall wailing spirit has been seen repeatedly in the PERA building, which is the Public Employees Retirement Association, uh, which is built on land that was once an old Spanish Indian graveyard. And is near the. Santa That's a Fe great River. place to build a building. Perfect. Well, place yeah, to it's, build like, a it's like it's like poltergeist, you know. So, yeah. I, mean, I don't know why, but when you say "tall wailing spirit," I don't think of her like. I think of her like. I think of her just like. No, she's just screaming. She. No, she's just sad and crying. Just a, a, a no, screaming woman through the trees and shit. I just think of her babbling a bunch of like stuff like that. That's scarier. But you got, I mean, yeah, but you know, we've seen like video or whatever on the internet, like, you know, like even any, it doesn't even have to be human, but a mother of anything who loses, like a, an orca, like mothers who lose their children, like they, they do this cry that is just so like, like earth shattering, just heartbreaking. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like a step above like regular cry. So it just adds to the intensity of the story i mean i dig it but yeah it makes you think it's like holy shit like it's gotta be the most eerie yeah you hear it you hear it and you know exactly what it is but you don't want to go near it because you've heard the stories so unless you're a white person in a horror movie then you're like let's go check it out so uh you know this this happened in the graveyard uh, uh near the santa fe river uh, many people who have been or unempl- been employed there tell a hearing uh, of hearing cries resounding through the halls and feeling unseen hands push <laughs> that's just the other employees who hate their jobs that's not la Llorona. pushing yeah, yeah yeah so pushing them while on the stairway so i mean there was a force or an energy that these people were feeling while working there 
Nah, that's just the people who hate to be there just right. crying. It's not. So, not La Llorona right. has been heard at night wailing next to rivers by many, uh... Yeah. Yes, and her wanderings have grown wider, following Hispanic people wherever they go. I, I wonder if it's just Hispanic people. I was about to say that. Uh, we're good. We're safe. Don't oh, don't put, throw me in the river. I'm white. Yeah. Uh, it was... It was, like, was it Key and Peele? The racist, like, the zombies, but, like, the oh, yeah. <laughs> racist yeah, zombies yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All That's right. Funny. So uh, her day. movements day. have been traced throughout the southwest and as far north as Montana on the banks of the Yellowstone River. So that's – she searched far and wide for those children. Can she fly, you think? Is she just, I like, think she's just she wandering like the banks of the river. She's floating over the water, oh, as you know, that walk. family saw. I mean, but yeah, but that's a long walk. Well, though. It's eternity. She's got all the time in the world, dude. If I had all the time in the world, I still don't want to walk fucking twenty five hundred miles to Montana. Right, but it's one of those things. It's like you kind of like it's unfinished business. Like she, that's what happened when she died. So she needed. Oh, finished. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna go find these kids and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Well, she's got to spend the rest of eternity looking for them because she lost them in her life. I don't know. It's just she didn't lose them; she killed them. That's her fault. I get it. I'm not not trying to defend her, but it sounds like you're on the side of La Llorona, and you guys are against me. The emotions of a mother. I don't know. I'm trying to relate to just the fact that a mother would travel far and wide for her. No, I get it, but it's like. Yeah, but it's like you kill. The crime is solved. You did it. Well, yeah, I don't think that. I don't think it was an unsolved mystery. I think it was just a, a, a no, scary that's not story. What I'm, I'm not saying it's an unsolved mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that she's aware that who did oh, it. Yeah. She did it. I'm just saying it's like, what are you looking for? The body? Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm making it too much of a real life thing. And no, like she's just looking for something form. she lost. Yeah, she's looking for other people's kids. That's what she does in the movie. She tries to take other people's kids and kill them too, so they feel the same pain. Well, she's just maybe she's just like getting closer to the kids to figure out if they're they're hers, and by then they've seen her. And it's like, oh, I I gotta tie up all the loose ends, and she just gets rid of them or something. <laughs> she's just like, are those my kids? Oh fuck, fuck they saw me. Now I gotta, <laughs> now I gotta kill, kill, kill them. <laughs> yeah, now I gotta kill them. So I mean, you know, who knows? This is a mass murderer. So the Hispanic people believe that the weeping woman will always be with them, following the many rivers looking for her children, and for this reason, many of them fear the dark and pass the legend from generation to generation. Honestly, though, it's like you killed your kids back when the fucking before the conquistadores. It's like yes. if you're looking for the bodies, the bones are probably dissolved by now in the river. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. They wouldn't dissolve. They'd just be sitting at the bottom. Would it's they not fresh. dissolve eventually? I guess it's no. fresh water. If it was salt water, maybe. But, I mean, what about erosion? Just, I mean, they would be eroded to a certain extent, but I don't think that fresh water would erode bone. Uh, Maybe she'll just find the bones and then put them all back together with magic and make it like weekend at Bernie's and put sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah. She's got two buddies just carrying her around, you know, looking for her kids. (laughs) (laughs) She does that thing where she puts like the sticks between the three of them so she can like move (laughs) it and they all move together. (laughs) She's like, look at my kids and like, please get away from me. This is so scary. So, all right. So, this is the fun part. So, these are witness stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, La Llorona woke me up 
once when I was camping at Indian Falls Rapids on the Yampa River in Colorado when I was 15. I walked with her to a cabin, and there was a man in the bed. All I saw was his foot, but... <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Uh, Liar Roto woke him up, and then they walked to a cabin together in the woods, and there was a man. I think you were molested, Brian. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you saw Liar Roto. I think so, your uncle raped when you. she yelled at me to run, I did. If I didn't smash my toe on a rock, I would have run off the cliff into the Indian Falls Rapids. I saw an article in this month's Mountain Gazette about her and looked her up on the internet. My experience was 21 years ago. Mm. That was Brian from Colorado. October 20, er, 2008 was when that uh, encounter was published. Um, it sounds like happened. Brian hadn't been molested. Yeah, that, that was your Uncle Tommy. All right. Yeah, you don't go hang out with Uncle Tommy. Uncle Tommy's uncle you stay away from at holidays. Yeah, there's a reason he's not allowed at family functions, Brian. Moving on. That's why he was in the cabin and not in the house with everybody else. This was Christmas. All right. <laughs> That's why he wasn't in there. So here's, they kicked his ass out. So this is from... You want me to, I'll read this one. Huh? I'll read this one. I'll read this oh, okay. one. Do you want to? Or, I mean, I don't mind. No, it's okay. We'll go back okay. and forth. <clears throat> Recently, while working as a copy editor for a newspaper, I came across a wire story about the La Llorona. That brought back memories of what happened to me when I was a student at Kansas State University in the early 1980s in Manhattan, Kansas. I didn't know there was a Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, that's where Kansas State And led me to your website where I read more about the legend. One evening, I went to a mobile home that I seemed to remember being near a creek or river to visit a couple of my friends who were also attending K-State. As I walked into the door, I found them sitting on the sofa looking somewhat freaked out. They explained that just moments earlier, one of the bar stools was spinning and hopping around. As they were Mexican-Americans, they wondered whether the La Llorona had anything to do with that incident. They explained the legend to me as I have never heard it before. They would invite me to stay the night in a spare bedroom, which I did. Later in the night, a woman appeared to me laying next to me in bed and asked if I would know where her children were. It seemed that while I may have been dreaming, I was half awake. Then I fully awoke and looked up toward the doorway just in time to see a dark figure seemingly looking at me and then quickly ducking back out of the doorway. Right then, that left me too scared to go and check and see if that was one of my friends checking in on me, perhaps to see why I was talking in my sleep or something. I went back to sleep and waited until the morning to ask them if either of them looked into my room during the night. Neither one did. So to this day, I do not know whether I really did experience a supernatural visit or if my dream and mine played tricks on me. And that was submitted by Name and City Withheld in August of 2006. Hmm. I want to know why your friends... That was friends, pretty scary, though. Why would your friends ask you why you're talking in your sleep? No one gives a fuck. Everybody knows that people talk in their sleep. No one cares. Yeah. Literally. All you, the only time I'm ever going to question you talking in your sleep is if you're in the same bed as me and you're keeping me awake. Yeah, and you're talking about, like, you're using my Other name and, like, wanting to murder me or something. Like, it's got to be real personal. Don't tell me about your dreams. I don't want to hear it. Why do I yeah. want to hear your dreams? They didn't happen. It's not even real. All right, so our last uh, witness encounter uh, is from uh, Tanya uh, Apalar of Eureka, California, and this is from 2005. Uh, so, basically, this is from her standpoint. Uh, <clears throat> when I was in the seventh grade, I had a frightening dream. I saw myself standing on a dark road with the only illumination coming from a dim street light. 
The ground was wet, and it, in, in the distance, I could hear the sound of rain falling and the tap, tap, tapping of the footsteps coming toward me. Uh, peering into the darkness, I could make out a woman dressed it all in black with a dark, lacy veil covering her face, moving toward me. Strangely, as the mysterious woman grew closer, so did the rain. When the woman was about 15 feet in front of me, she looked over my shoulder. When I turned around to see what she was looking at, I saw a young child dressed in a white nightgown playing with a doll in the middle of a puddle of water. When I turned back to her, she was right in front of me. The veil was lifted, her eyes were abnormally wide, and her face was no more than three inches away from mine. Her terrifying eyes stared into mine dead on until I woke uh, in a panic. I looked toward the window. It was raining. As you can imagine, I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. The next day, I shook off the dream and thought nothing more about it until a year later. On that night, I was spending the night with my friend Veronica, who had also invited another friend named Sarah. In the course of the evening, Sarah, who is Hispanic, began to tell us some of the legends and ghost stories of the Mexican culture. When she began to tell the tale of La Llorona, I didn't think anything of it at first. Then she began to tell of how the legendary spirit travels by water, dressed all in black or white, and is most always seen wearing a veil. Sarah continued by telling us that La Llorona lifts her veil only to her victims that uh, in their afterlife. She has chosen to help her find the bones uh, of her lost children. So uh, whoever she reveals herself to is supposed to help her. Yeah, but I was right. She's looking for the bones. So, she knows the body. So now, She's looking for the bones. Yeah, so now uh, I constantly wonder if in my afterlife I'll be forced to help her find the bones of her lost children. That would suck, dude. You just put me to work for eternity? Right. I got nothing to do with you. Yeah, it's just like, like I'm going to die now I have to work? You know you're not going to find these bones, but you can't tell her that. She's in grief. Yeah, that's not my problem. That's your problem. I didn't kill your kids. Or shit. Dude, that sucks. That's hell right there, man. Fuck. I got to go help. Now I got to do work. I just yeah, worked sounds... my entire life and I'm dead and I still have to that work. terrible. I mean, looking for bones is cool, but shit. Yeah, no, I think it's very, uh, it's really cool. It's really interesting. Um, hopefully I never hear a crying woman in my vicinity uh, who is, I can't, you know, tell that she's crying because of another ailment of hers sure. rather than her missing dead children. Well, uh, she only targets Hispanic kids, so I think we're good. Yeah, my son is half Mexican. Well, then so I'm good. Whatever. Good luck. Just going to take half of him? I mean, sure. Yeah, thanks. I can t hear the concern in your voice of my life. Oh, okay. That's more than I was intending. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening so much. We appreciate it. Uh, go leave us a review on iTunes if you don't want to be a fucker. Um, we appreciate that. Go follow me on Instagram at how the dad's chill. Follow Johnny at Johnny two jokes. Follow the show at the chilling truth podcast. And we will catch you guys on the flippity flip later. Later.